0: You are listening to As a Woman, episode 47, Intellectual Property. In this episode, I'm talking all about protecting your professional persona. What is your professional persona? How do you develop it? Why you need to protect it? And what do you need to do in order to do so? Intellectual property. Now, I know maybe this episode seems out of place. We're talking about fertility in some of my episodes. We're talking about empowering and finding your true self. But this is something that I feel very passionate about. And that is you need to protect what you create. And you are creating things regardless if you realize it or not. And I want you to be mindful and purposeful. And I want you to be successful, but especially I want it to be yours. I want you to have the freedom to create, and I don't want you to make common pitfalls and fall into traps and give up things that you should not be giving up. And so here we are. This weekend is Pinnacle Conference, which I'm so excited about. All of you who are following along on social media and sending messages of good luck, I love you. You are so sweet so kind, we are so pumped. But I am giving a talk at Pinnacle called Protecting Your Professional Persona. And this is something that was the most important thing, to be honest, or one of the top things when I negotiated my new contract. So when I set out to negotiate my new contract, I had four points that were really important that I told different people when I was offered agreements, these are the four things I'm not gonna negotiate on. And one of them was protection of my IP. And so that is what I thought I would dive in with you now because to be honest, this is something I knew nothing about years ago. And it's just a different perspective and a different way to look at things. So we're essentially gonna go through my talk that I'm gonna give to Pinnacle. It's not very long. And part one is about Who are you? What is your professional persona? And part two is why you need to protect it and how do you do so? And this is a lot about contract negotiation. So number one, you could negotiate a contract or addend it while you're still in a contract. Number two, if you are negotiating for a contract, you need to pay good attention to all of the fine points. But my overall premise, if you're going to negotiate a contract, is that you have to plan for the future today. You are not the same person today as when you signed your contract, and you are not the same person today that you'll be next year. You need to look at every contract as an opportunity for what growth potential there is. You are going to grow and change, and you need to fit into your new space. Often in medicine, we sign contracts at times when we're really tired, like at the end of training, or burnt out from a job. And we can't imagine doing more things because we're overwhelmed by the things that we're doing now. And this is a big disadvantage to those of you looking at employed positions like I am. If you do not protect yourself, you need to pay attention to what you are signing. But in order to protect your professional persona, you need to know what it is. So your professional persona is your professional brand. Really, it is. You have a brand. What is it? It is who you are, what you say, what you stand for, and how you present yourself. But are you using all this? Are you maximizing it to your full potential? Are you doing it online like you could be? The reality is you should develop your brand and you need to protect it. Both things must be done together. If you develop an awesome brand, but you don't get to control any of it, what's the point? I mean, maybe there's still a point and you can benefit people, but... I don't want you to be like one of my friends who has their boss come in with all of their Instagram posts printed out in a binder telling them, hey, I need you not to do this anymore. I don't want you to be in positions like other people I know where their boss is telling them to take certain posts down because they don't like it or that they need to post X, Y, or Z or that they can't have a personal website. Because here's the deal. As soon as you start becoming awesome, people are going to want a piece of you. You need to be really forward thinking. You need to get rid of your imposter syndrome and realize you can do really incredible things. And if you don't protect or plan for these things to happen, you're not going to be the one in control. And a good example is myself. When I signed my first contract, I had no brand. There was no Instagram. I was just a fellow working, ready to have a job, ready to move back to Austin And I signed away my brand rights without realizing it. And it was after I had already signed my contract that I even got to the point where I decided, hey, I want to reach women. I want to educate them about their fertility. I want to empower others. I'm going to start putting myself out there. Branding yourself gives you professional power and leverage. This became exceedingly apparent to me when I decided to change jobs, that I had an appeal I marketed myself, patients found me. I was a little bit different than everybody else in town. And that is good, guys. It is not harmful as long as you are purposeful to brand yourself. It can be extremely powerful. And that's because in medicine, familiarity is often associated with trust. That can be good and bad, but it's true. And so we might as well maximize that to our own potentials and we should be the one controlling our online narrative because we all have an online narrative. As the expert, if you are in medicine or law or whatever you do, you should have the leading voice in your field, not a consumer. And you must put yourself out there to be found. You must understand your purpose if you want to be successful. And that is a huge part of branding. So how do you create a brand? My first piece of advice is to think like a creator Maybe not like a type A perfectionist as I might identify, but as somebody who enjoys the art of creation. Free yourself from perfection. Forget being humble. Go and be bold. Be your best self. Believe in yourself and put time into you. And you don't have to be everywhere at once. It doesn't have to be perfect the moment it gets out there. Just know your goals and who you're trying to reach and go where your people are. So my top four pieces of advice for somebody trying to create a brand is that you need to have a platform, know what you stand for, get to know your audience and evolve. And a few of my key points is that you need to think big, like really big, what are your big gold dreams? Maybe the ones you don't wanna tell somebody, but think really big about what you're even doing with your professional life. What are you trying to create? And the other things I want you to figure out how to be consistent, what reflects you. People like consistency on Instagram, I want somebody to go to your page and know what you stand for right away, without investigating, without having to dive hard in. That's how you're gonna grow. So you need consistent colors, font, writing style. You wanna have photos that look similar so they capture the eye. But I wanna say that people like people, people wanna know what to expect. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable and real. This is the modern age and people like seeing the true you and not the mask that we marade around in. But I also want to address this because it's one of the number one things I hear. I can't do the tech. I don't know how to do it. I don't have the time. First of all, everything takes time. You can figure it out, but you can absolutely be a creator and do the tech yourself. You are a smart, amazing woman. You have achieved amazing things in your life. You can post on Instagram. You can start a blog and run a website. You can edit your podcast yourself. You can create an online course. You can write a book. You can create a YouTube channel. You can do all these things and you can outsource some of it if you want to, but be mindful. Outsource edits. Don't outsource creation. The creation must be yours it must be your voice. But I want to start with some branding basics real quick. And I want you to think about who you are. So I want you to get out a notebook or pen or your laptop. And I want you to title the page, your name, comma, credentials. So for me, that would say, Natalie Crawford, MD. And then I want you to write the word, who am I? There you go. Who am I? And now I want you To list every word that comes to mind that describes you, that are things that you like, things that make you unique, the things you enjoy in life, what are your favorites? And I want you to write them all down. So if this was me, which it is because I'm recording this podcast all by myself, the things I would say are pink, classic, unique. Sound of Music, Flamingos, Frank Sinatra, Christmas, Feminine, Smart, Leader, Mom, Introvert, Lipstick Heels, Family. That's my list. Now I want you to have a second list. So set all those things aside. And the second list says, what are my goals? That's what it should say at the top. And now I want you to think about this and list out two to four goals that you have. What are you here professionally to accomplish? What do you stand for? What's the overarching principle and belief you have about what you want to achieve with your professional career? And they don't have to be specific. I actually don't want them to. I don't want it to say, write a book. I want it to be big and broad. Like mine say, fertility awareness, education, female empowerment. Those are my big three. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to break down barriers about fertility. I'm here to educate women about their fertility. And I'm here to empower women to achieve their dreams and be their true self. So what are your goals? And then I want you to look at these two lists and realize this is the start of your brand. Your brand, what you need to do to create it is combine the feel of the who you are with the passion of your goals. You want to have the sense of these things that make you unique and amazing with what you want to accomplish. And that is the start of your brand. That's your brand. This is the feel that everything should have when you're posting it. But regardless if you really want to lean into your brand or not, you want to protect it because these are your ideas, your creations, your words, your space. My big plea is do not give up your professional persona to big medicine. Your intellectual property is your future, and it is always easier to protect something before it exists. Once you are awesome, everybody will want a piece of you, I promise. Something that they may easily agree to now is a lot harder to negotiate when they see the potential of what you can become. And I'm going to tell you, I turn down good job opportunities because of intellectual property because there were groups that would not budge on this. And this is the number one question I get from other physicians when they are negotiating contracts, is what do they need to say about their IEP and what do they need to include in there? And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperature starting to warm up, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan, it's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. No my shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get twenty-five percent off your first month at ritualcom AAW. Start ritual or add essential for women eighteen plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com AAW for twenty-five percent off. Thank you, Ritual. So what is intellectual property? Intellectual property are creations of the mind, such as inventions, literary, artistic works, designs, symbols, names, images, all the things you create. To put it simple, IP, it's your creations. It's your brain. It's your future. It's your new idea. It's your online presence. That is all your IP. And listen here, just because your contract doesn't say that it's theirs, does not mean that it's yours. And that's a really important concept. You don't have rights to things that you do not specify and you need to declare what you want. So the main issues to consider when you start thinking about intellectual property, it's the creative control of the content, the rights to the current and future endeavors, who gets the profits, and other associated opportunities. And the only way to have full protection if you are employed is to have it written into your employment agreement. And just listen, guys, this goes for academics. This goes for hospital-based groups. This goes for private practice. The only way to have full protection is to be self-employed. So if you're not self-employed, you got to have it written in really clearly what is yours, what is theirs. I always say you get 0% of the things that you don't ask for. And that's especially true in contract negotiation. People are not wanting to just give you things. Even if they want to work with you, that's amazing. They are not going to just sit over and hand you things if you do not request them. So when it comes to intellectual property, I want you to lean in and ask for things. And I really want you to ask for them before they come to light. And just like me, It was not even a glimmer in my mind that I would be where I am three years later or four years later, but you've got to protect for your future right now. Okay? So let's just think about this. You get 0% of the things you don't ask for. I asked for intellectual property protection, made it really clear at initial meetings, one of my top priorities. And I'm about to read you a few little phrases for things that came into my contracts even after saying that. So this is a little legal mumbo-jumbo, but I'm reading it. All ideas, methods, inventions, discoveries, improvements, work products, developments, works of authorship, whether patentable or unpatentable, either while performing physician's duties with the company or on their own time, shall belong exclusively to the company. Yep, that's what that one says. All right, here's another one. All patents, formulas, ideas, inventions, processes, copyrights, know-how, proprietary information, trademarks, trade names, or other developments or future improvements that are conceived or worked on by physician, while he or she is an employee under this agreement, are property of the employer, and all royalties, fees, and other incomes are the sole property of the employer, and the physician shall have no rights thereto. All right. Here's a third one. The medical group shall own all right, title, interest, including patent rights, copyrights, trade secret rights, mask work rights, trademark rights, and all other rights of any sort throughout the world. Relating to any and all inventions, whether or not patentable, works of authorship, mask works, designations, designs, know-how, ideas, information made or conceived in whole or in part by the consultant while under this agreement. This one makes me laugh because I really love that word that says, or all sorts of other rights of any sort throughout the world. I mean, good thing they're covering absolutely everything in that one. All right, here's the last one I'll read, then we'll talk about this. Physician hereby irrevocably authorizes grants and licenses to the company, all of its licenses, successors, assigns, authorized representatives, and its distributors, all of the rights throughout the universe without ending To copyright, use, publish, edit, exploit in any manner, all or any portion of the recordings via any medium or format whatsoever that are now known or hereafter devised, including but without limitation, to the company websites, other outlets, company advertising, promotional products, other commercial business purposes, with no further consent from the physician, no royalty, no payment, or other compensation." all right, friends, I know those are long and wordy, but here's the point. I asked to have rights to my own IP and that's what got put in my own contracts. And I have seen contracts from friends who didn't ask for rights. And it clearly states again that the medical group or the hospital or the corporation controls it all. They get content control, control of your ideas, profit control, They are the ones who want to control your professional persona because you're an employee to them and so why would they not want that? But here is the thing. You get 0% of what you don't ask for. So know what you want and ask for it. Being a modern physician is changing. If we do not work to protect all of what we do or we may want to do in the future, then it will become standard for all employers to take control of this. Hospitals, universities, private equity firms, corporate medicine, they will want a piece of this as more physicians are engaging in alternative means of income revenue. As we are starting to put ourselves out there in other ways, controlling our own voice and our own content, other people will want a piece of it unless you protect yourself. Do not be naive about this. And do not have normal contract negotiation, imposter syndromey stuff here. You probably know much more about this than whoever you're negotiating with. They don't know what you may do. They don't know what big dreams are in your head. And they probably do not know much about social media, online courses, book deals, speaking honorariums, more, more, more. That's what you know, or that's what you may want to do. So you need to dream really, really big. And if all of your dreams came true, what does that mean? What would that look like? How would you protect it? And protect it all before you are big. Did you hear me? Protect it all before you are big. And in summary, I want you to realize that you are a brand. You are the brand, you. So what is it? What is your professional persona? I want you to have the freedom to create. If somebody else is nitpicking or controlling your content, you do not have the freedom. Your intellectual property is your future, but you cannot protect the things that you don't imagine. You must dream big. What does it look like if all your dreams come true? And I really mean that. Are you speaking at universities? Are you on talk shows? Are you writing books? What does it look like? Maybe it looks like none of that but maybe it does. And if it does, what does that mean? You are capable of creating amazing things. The barriers you have put up in your head that are holding you back are all made believe and you get 0% of the things that you do not ask for. So protect your professional persona, protecting your future, that's you. Do not be afraid to negotiate. But also, if you are negotiating any contract at all, You will never regret hiring an amazing lawyer and pay them their worth. Just like we want to pay our worth, we know our value, we are expensive. So are really great lawyers. This is not the time to be a cheapskate about things. And I get it, you're ending training, maybe you don't have all the money in the world. This is your future. Hiring an amazing lawyer helps you control the keys. You need help unless you are a lawyer listening to this, then you are not a lawyer. So you need somebody to be your advocate and be in your corner. All right, friends, that is a little preview of part of my talk for Pinnacle Conference this weekend. So in case you have lived under a rock or just started following me today, Pinnacle Conference is a conference that we have started for women in medicine. What our goal is here is to help teach women all the skills that they never learned in medical school. Our inaugural conference is going on this weekend in Dallas, and we are covering topics like leadership, contract negotiation, finances, branding, creating work-life balance, running a practice, interacting with others, and social media. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be lots of community networking and probably Really, really, really good shoes. I'm so excited. But if you're having major FOMO because you didn't get to come, let me give you two big things. Registration is opening up. By the time you listen to this, it will be open for Pinnacle, our family retreat. This is cultivating your professional persona. It is going to be personal development workshops, so a much more intimate workshop-based idea where we are going to go through how you really lean in to cultivate that persona. Goal setting, digital business 101, content creation, speaking presence, relationship development, mindfulness, work-life balance, all this stuff. It is in Hawaii. You can bring your family, and we want you to, because medicine is a family sport. Our nighttime gala is going to be... A luau on the lawn with Disney characters and food and music and an outdoor movie. It is going to be fabulous. So you can go to pinnacleconference.org and click on the link and register right now, June 12th to 14th at the Alani Resort in Hawaii. And if you are a mom who has kids, that's a super expensive resort. We got an amazing deal. You're going to get over 10 hours of CME. You're going to get to bond and network with us. It is going to be fabulous. And then pinnacle two, our Women in Medicine conference, just like this one in Dallas, where we want you to leave your kiddos at home if you can and come to Bond, is all about the business of modern medicine. And that will be December 4th through 6th, 2020. So there are your Save the Dates 2020. We are not registering for the Dallas conference yet. We are opening registration the day this goes live for the family retreat, but it is extremely limited because of the intimate nature. So register soon if you're interested. And I am just so excited. I want to say a huge thank you to all of you for all of your support. I'm so proud of this podcast and this community. And I just am so thankful to all of you for every message, rate, review, share. For those of you who send in topic ideas, I've got a list, guys. We're going to get to it. Keep sending them because the more a topic wants to be heard, the closer I'm going to get to doing it. But above all, thank you guys so much.